0: It's God, cold. I thank you for this day. It is Thursday, June 17th. Thank you for such a relaxing, safe, fun time at the beach yesterday. Thank you for my family and these children. And thank, you thank you, God, for Daddy. care Then come here and add to the prayer. Oh, okay. <laughs> also, you don't interrupt other people while they're praying. You wait a turn. Sorry. It's all right. Just learning. Um, God, I ask that you would encounter us today, that, um, we would hear your voice and know what you're saying. Go do handwriting. That we would, um, obviously you can listen and write at the same time because you guys had an entire conversation with it the other day. I feel like I've explained this to you like four times. Thank you. Don't step on the dog. Oh, um, Be with Daddy as he's working. God, you're in our, our encourager. We need your help. Lord Jesus, we need your help today. Give us patience. Give us peace. We glorify your name. Amen. Put that on the floor for them. That's good. Okay, so. um, God, I pray that you would comfort Jim. Yeah, just set it down. Um, I pray that you would now go back. What happened to Jim? Um speak to us, give us the ability to concentrate, Lord Jesus, help stinky's body heal. We command Jubilee's tooth to fall out. Lord Jesus, would you clear scout of any parasites? Yeah. Um God, I pray for my friends and their households too that they would have your peace come into them, the gift of um the fruit of peace that comes from your spirit, God. I pray for our mom's trip home from um, Pigeon Forge, that she would be safe, that you would put angels of protection around her. Lord Jesus, I ask that you would improve um, and, and keep us healthy. And, and for our friends too, you know who I'm thinking about. Lord Jesus, those that are not feeling well, um, we cast any spirit of infirmity out of them in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, help us be responsible with um, our finances. Help us to honor you and and to know how you want us to spend and save money. Lord Jesus, I ask that you provide us with a home when we end up wherever you want us to end up. And um, Lord Jesus, I put the the end of this pregnancy, and the birth of this baby into your hands. You will bring who you want there. Lord Jesus, our safety depends on you. Our health and wellness depends on you. We ask that you would um, minister through the birth of this baby, through his life, through the lives of our children. We plead the blood of Jesus on our family and the future generations of our family. Your word says your blessings go down a thousand generations, Lord Jesus. And I do put this lineage into your hands, God. Um, We break any assignment of the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ. And I hope God kills Satan soon because I do not want anything bad. And I hope coronavirus stops so I can go wherever I want. It's a good prayer. Okay, we're going to worship God today through Psalms 79, Matthew 2, Daniel 5, and Proverbs 17. Jesus, would you open our eyes and ears to the message you have for us in your word? Help us to um, understand it, reveal your secrets to us, Lord Jesus. We want to know what you have to say. Psalm 79 is a psalm of Asaph. Oh God, the nations have invaded your inheritance They've defiled your holy temple. They've reduced Jerusalem to rubble. Cade, what is your job? Cade wrote on my book. What is your job right now? Cade wrote on my book. That's one spanking. Michael wrote on my book. That's one spanking for both of you then. I didn't write as much. You know better, both of you. Look at me, me, both of you. You get to set the tone for what happens today. Okay? So far, the tone this morning, I give it a 2 out of 10. 10 being happy, peaceful, like we all want to be here. 2 meaning you guys are fighting and sowing discord. Now I gave you a chance to be a peacemaker policeman and a chief encourager. How well do you think you're doing on it? Terrible. What do you think you can do to improve? No idea. I gave you individual cubbies. What cubbies? See how Micah has his cubby up? Cade. Uh, His cubby's down. Make it make a difference. That's because my cubby's not strong. Cade. Look at me. Make a difference. Make a choice. Okay? okay? All right. They've given the dead bodies of your servants as food to the birds of the air, the flesh of your saints to the beasts of the earth. They've poured out blood like water all around Jerusalem, and no, there is no one to bury the dead. We are objects of reproach to our neighbors, of scorn and derision to those around us. How long, O Lord, will you be angry forever? How long will your jealousy burn like fire? Pour out your wrath on the nations that do not acknowledge you, on the kingdoms that do not call on your name. For they have devoured Jacob and destroyed his homeland. Do not hold against us the sins of the fathers. May your mercy come quickly to meet us, for we are in desperate need. Need. Help us, O oh God our Savior, for the glory of your name. Deliver us and forgive our sins for your name's sake. Why should the nations say, Where is their God? Before our eyes, make known among the nations that you avenge the outpoured blood of your servants. May the groans of the prisoners come before you. By the strength of your arm, preser- preserve those condemned to die. Pay back into the laps of our neighbors seven times the reproach they have hurled at you, O Lord. Then we, your people, the sheep of your pasture, will praise you forever. From generation to generation, we will recount your praise. Amen. Okay, let's go to Matthew chapter 2. Mike is doing a great job concentrating and focusing. Thank you. Okay, the visit of the Magi. We're going to learn about how the Magi visit, the escape to Egypt, and the return to Nazareth. Did you date it on the top, baby? June 13th, 216-17-21. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi... From the east, came to Jerusalem and asked, it's 6-17-21, 6-17-21, or you could do slash. Okay. Where is the one, hey, how about let me look at it just before you put it back, thank you. Okay, where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw his star... In the east, and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the chiefs uh, people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Christ was to be born. In Bethlehem in Judea they replied, For this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will be the shepherd of my people Israel. Micah, this is some of your best handwriting. Show Cade. This was excellent. Here, show your brother how neatly you did that. That was really good. Look at how neat he is. Didn't he do well, Cade? Yeah. Yeah. Then Herod called the magi secretly, and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and make a careful search for the child. As soon as you find him, report him to me. Report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king turn that off, please. Okay. Give it to me. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. Okay, now we're going to hear about the escape to Egypt. When they had gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Now this angel, guys, is going to save Jesus' life. Hey, is this the Joseph that write the Apostle Paul? Keep um, writing your work, kid. I'm done. Go, let Mama see it. Get up, he said. Take the child and his mother and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you. For Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. Wow, what letter did you do here, Cade? Yeah, what letter? What is this letter? T. It's. Wait, no, F. F. Good. They're pretty. These are, are they uppercase or lowercase Fs? Um, uppercase Why not? Uppercase F's. Do you know what this says? Did you hear that? What does this say? Faye. Faye. Yay. Oh, this one you have to cross. If we cross it, what does this say? Faye. fay No, Micah. You've got to cross it. fay Faye. Phase. Faye. Farm. Okay, you got to cross your F's. Phase. Farm. farm. What is this? Fur for. Farm. This is at the end of a syllable. You could think of it. So, I says I at the end of a syllable. Fur. I day. Friday. We cross our Fs. Can I? Um, what does this yeah, say? about Friday. Not yet. What does this say? Full. F. Fly. Yeah. O R. What does O-R say? Flo. Floor. floor id Florida. Uh. floor Florida. Duh. Micah, get off Can him. Can see a video about Cade, Florida? Look, you gotta cross your F. Okay. Get off of him. What does this say? This is a syllable. This is a syllable. fall Feb. F E B F-E-B. F-E-B. Feb. F-E-B. Feb. You says you at the end of a syllable. Feb. You. R- February. This is Are you. Feb. Febru. Uh, Febru Airy. What does that sound February. like? February. Yeah, a month, right? And then you did a good job crossing this F. What does this say? Okay, what does this say? Finland. 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 Finland is a country. Can I see a good, job. good job. Not yet. Okay, put this away. This was really good. Let's write our date. Six dash seventeen dash twenty-one. You trace it. Six dash seventeen dash twenty-one. You can trace that. Go to the. Oops, mommy did silly. This is doesn't belong there. This goes here. Oh, I did it. You can trace that at the table. Okay, Micah sit at the table. Okay, let's see. Okay, what? Yes. So he got up, took the child and his mother during the night, and left for Egypt, where he stayed until the death of Herod. And so was fulfilled what the Lord had said through the prophet. Out of Egypt I called my son. That's good. Put it behind your chair. When Herod realized that he had been outwitted by the Magi, he was furious. And he gave orders to kill all the boys in Bethlehem and its vicinity who were two years old and under in accordance with the time he had learned from the Magi. Then... What was said through the prophet Jeremiah was fulfilled. A voice is heard in Ramah, weeping and great mourning. Rachel weeping for her children and refusing to be comforted because they are no more. Stay here, Cade. Cade, Mike is going to share that. He's going to share that. Yes. Okay, they return to Nazareth. After Herod died, an angel of the Lord. Listen, both of you. Having been warned in a dream, shh, he withdrew to the district of Galilee, and he went and lived in a town called Nazareth. So was fulfilled what was said through the prophets, he will be called a Nazarene. I never knew that he was scared of Archelaus. What? What? Daniel 5. Daniel 5. Sit down, Cade. What did I tell you? Sit. Cade, answer to me. What did I tell you? Then sit next to Micah. Daniel 5, the writing on the wall. I'll see if there's something for this. Yeah. King Belshazzar gave a great banquet for a thousand of his nobles and drank wine with them. While Belshazzar was drinking his wine, he gave orders to bring in the gold and silver goblets that Nebuchadnezzar, his father, had taken from the temple in Jerusalem so that the king and his nobles, his wives and his concubines, might drink from them. So they brought in the gold goblets that had been taken from the temple of God in Jerusalem. And the king and his nobles, his wives, and his concubines drank drank from them. As they drank the wine, they praised the gods, these are fake gods, of gold and silver, of bronze, iron, wood, and stone. How does God feel about this? You think it angered him? I think so. Suddenly the fingers of a human hand appeared and wrote on the plaster of the wall near the lampstand in the royal palace. The king watched the hand as it wrote, his face turned pale, and he was so frightened that his knees knocked together and his legs gave way. The king called out for the enchanters, astrologers, and diviners to be brought and said to these wise men of Babylon, whoever reads this writing and tells me what it means will be clothed in purple and have a gold chain placed around his neck, and he will be made the third highest ruler in the kingdom. Then all the king's wise men came in, but they could not read the writing or tell the king what it meant. So King Belshazzar became even more terrified, and his face grew more pale. His nobles were baffled. The queen, hearing the voices of the king and his nobles, came into the banquet hall. O king, live forever, she said. Don't be alarmed. Don't look so pale. There is a man in your kingdom who has the spirit of the holy gods in him. In the time of your father, he was found to have insight and intelligence and wisdom like that of the gods. King Nebuchadnezzar, your father, your father, the king, I say, appointed him chief of the magicians, enchanters, astrologers, and diviners. This man, Daniel, whom the king called Belteshazzar, was found to have a keen mind and knowledge and understanding, and also the ability to interpret dreams, explain riddles, and solve difficult problems. Call for Daniel. He will tell you what the writing means. So Daniel brought before the king, And the king said to him, Are you Daniel, one of the exiles my father the king brought from Judah? I have heard that the spirit of the gods is in you, and that you have insight, intelligence, and outstanding wisdom. The wise men and enchanters were brought before me to read this writing and tell me what it means, but they could not explain it. Now I have heard that you are able to give interpretations and to solve difficult problems. If you can read this writing and tell me what it means, you will be clothed in purple and have a gold chain placed around your neck, and you will be made the third highest ruler in the kingdom. Then Daniel answered the king, you may keep your gifts for yourself and give your rewards to someone else. Nevertheless, I will read the writing for the king and tell him what it means. O king, the most high God gave your father Nebuchadnezzar sovereignty and greatness and glory and splendor. Because of the high position he gave him, all the peoples and nations and men of every language dreaded and feared him. Those the king wanted to put to death, he put to death. Those he wanted to spare, he spared. Those he wanted to promote, he promoted. And those he wanted to humble, he humbled. But when his heart became arrogant and hardened with pride, he was deposed from his royal throne and stripped of his glory. He was driven away from people and given the mind of an animal. He lived with the wild donkeys and ate grass-like cattle, and his body was drenched with the dew of heaven until he acknowledged that the Most High God is sovereign over the kingdoms of men and sets over them anyone he wishes. But you, his son, O Belshazzar, have not humbled yourself, though you knew all this. Instead, you have set yourself up against... The Lord of heaven, you had the goblets from his temple brought to you and you and your nobles, your wives and your concubines drank wine from them. You praised the gods of silver and gold, of bronze, iron, wood and stone, which cannot see or hear or understand. But you did not honor the God who holds in his hand your life and all your ways. Therefore, he sent the hand that wrote the inscription. This is the inscription that was written Many, many, Tekel, Parson. This is what the words mean. Many. God has numbered the days of your reign and brought it to an end. Tekel, you have been weighed on the scales and found wanting. Paris, your kingdom is divided and given to the Medes and Persians. Then at Belshazzar's command, Daniel was clothed in purple. A gold chain was placed around his neck and he was proclaimed the third highest ruler ruler in the kingdom. That very night... Belshazzar, king of the Babylonians, was slain. And Darius the Mede took over the kingdom at the age of 62. Hmm. Okay, when I'm done with Proverbs, I'll try to see if I can find a video for Daniel 5 because Daniel's such an interesting book. Let's see. And you guys now, listen, you're doing such a good job listening. It's probably because we're eating. Well... I'll go get more stuff so I can listen to. Besides, Better a dry crust with peace and quiet. You're both leaving. Micah, stay. Okay. Then a house full of feasting with strife. Close the door. A wise servant will rule over a disgraceful son and will share the inheritance as one of the brothers. Thank you. The crucible for silver and the furnace for gold, but the Lord tests the heart. Sit up where you're supposed to. A wicked man listens to... Evil lips. A liar pays attention to a malicious tongue. You can share pieces of that. He who mocks the poor shows contempt for their maker. Whoever gloats over disaster will not go unpunished. Children's children are a crown to the aged and parents are the pride of their children. Arrogant lips are unsuited to a fool. How much worse lying lips to a ruler. A bribe is a charm to one who gives it. Wherever he turns, he succeeds. He who covers over an offense promotes love, but whoever repeats the matter separates close friends. Use scissors. Oh, wait, they're kind of dirty. Here. Super hard. Okay. A rebuke? I thought the way you asked me was respectful of that I was reading so see, this side is open. Yeah. Just use it to open the other. Oh, yeah. Here, to throw this out. Um, a rebuke impresses a man of discernment more than a hundred lashes a fool. An evil man is bent only on rebellion. A merciless official will be sent against him. Better to meet a bear robbed of her cubs than a fool in his folly. If a man pays back evil for good, evil will never leave his house. Did you guys hear that? Yes. Never pay back evil for good. Why would you? Well, some people are not good. Starting a quarrel is like breaching a dam. Do you know when some people are jealous? That's one reason why they would. would If they're jealous and they want to hurt somebody because they're unhappy that person has something that they perceive is better, that's one reason. But God says don't do that. I mean, he said more than just don't do that. He said evil would not leave your house. Starting a quarrel is like breaching a dam. So drop the matter before a dispute breaks out. This is is the perfect verse for today, guys. Starting a quarrel is like breaching a dam. What's breaching a dam? Um... Let's see if you can figure this out. If we look up the word breaching, it means um, breaking or failing to observe a law, an agreement, or a code of conduct. So what happens if you breach a dam? You've broken a dam. So what does it mean to say starting a quarrel is like breaching a dam? Sorting a quarrel is like opening the floodgates of anger, right? Mm -hmm. So drop the matter before a dispute breaks out. So So what was happening this morning, guys? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Use words. We were fighting. Okay. Why? Because of anger Mm -hmm. and shame. Nobody would drop the matter, right? Yeah. And also breaking a beaver dam. Acquitting the guilty and condemning the innocent. The Lord detests them both. Now look at you guys getting along. Does it feel better? Uh-huh. Do you guys see how you have power? Yeah. No, Use it rightly. Don't let um, Jubilee have the granola because it's not okay. good for her. Um. Of what use is money in the hand of a fool since he has no desire to get wisdom? Okay, listen. A friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity. A man lacking in judgment strikes hands in pledge and puts up security for his neighbor. He who loves a quarrel loves sin. Do you guys understand that? He who builds a high gate invites destruction. A man of perverse heart does not prosper. He whose tongue is deceitful falls into trouble. To have a fool for a son brings grief. There is no joy for the father of a fool. A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. A wicked man accepts a bribe in secret to pervert the course of justice. A discerning man keeps wisdom in view, but a fool's eyes wander to the ends of the earth. A foolish son brings grief to his father and bitterness to the one who bore him. It is not good to punish an innocent man or to flog officials for their integrity. Do you know what integrity means? Yeah. What? Following through. Yeah? That's a sign of integrity. I don't know what that actually means, but I know signs really. Okay. Let's see. Kay, do you know what integrity is? Please. Cade, what's integrity? Um, integrity is selfishness. Being honest. Oh, you mean like being honest and grateful? Doing the right thing. And grateful. Being whole and undivided. <laughs> being unified. A man of knowledge uses words with restraint. And a man of understanding is even-tempered. Okay, so when you guys were arguing... If you wanted to be a man of understanding, what you, could you have done? Stopped it. Yep. And cut it down like a bed. Cade. Mm-hmm. What? To be a man of knowledge, um, what does using words with restraint mean? Restraint means to hold back. What kind of words would you have not said? Let, let me talk with Cade first. Okay. Cade, restraint means to hold back. Mm-hmm. What kind of words would you have not said? Uh, I don't know, actually. Okay, Micah, you can say. An example of restraint is, like, if you have a dollar and there's a ride, but you promise to buy someone something, and you really want to go on the ride, but you promise to buy someone something, you have to restrain yourself from going on the ride because you promise to buy someone something. That's a good example of restraint. Now apply it to using words with restraint. So with using words with restraint somebody's provoking you, you can't provoke them back. Yes, very good. You hold back those kinds of words. Okay. Even a fool is thought wise if he keeps silent and discerning if he holds his tongue. So what would what should you have done? To seem wise this morning? Hold mm-hmm. my What about you, Cade? Hold, my tongue. Hold your tongue. Okay, does this teach you a lesson for tomorrow and for the rest of the day?